because it's fun. That's why we have that lever. <laughs> I mean, how else are you going to access the alligator room? And why do we have that room? <laughs> well, I don't know where you keep your alligators, but a room seems a perfect place. Especially if well, it's already called the alligator room. <laughs> and, and what else would you keep in it after calling it the alligator room? Crocodiles. <laughs> I mean, fair. But Wild shaped adrenalines. Could be. I love how we started off the rails. <laughs> well, you know. That, that's, that's standard for us. Hello, and, and welcome. Yes. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Pack Tactics colon Season Three colon Arc Two colon Episode Eighteen oh my colon Consolidation. <laughs> okay. I am Crash. I will be your DM for the evening. I'm and... not hearing anything from anyone. Uh oh. Yeah. Which means you can't hear any of that, or they can't hear any of that. Well, they're they're relugging. Can you hear us now? Can you hear us now? Yes. Good. Good. Okay. Well, my name is Crash. I will be your DM for the evening. And according to Twitter, I am somewhere between the ages of 13 and 54. Mm -hmm. With me tonight are a bunch of incredibly awesome people, including Archbrothers hanging out in chat. But we also have Ellie, Eo, Jen, Matt, and Cindy. And there was a lot that happened last week. There was a cornucopia of exposition that occurred last week, but if you broke it down in just a few bullet points, what the heck went on? Um, let's see. We, we found, found a... a fleet. Well, actually, the mushroom people found a fleet, but then we started taking it apart slash putting it back together, and also we cleaned dirt for, like, three days because otherwise we might damage the fleet more. Uh, one oh, and Marwise lectured us about his... Hmm? I don't think she's going to be satisfied until I'm double proficient. <laughs> what, one of the lines that didn't make it into an out-of-context quote, although I should have put it in as an out-of-context quote, was, I'm already proficient in history. May I be excused? <laughs> <laughs> to which the answer was no, but in more words. Um, well, one... none of you all seem to know about Tiamat, and you're now on a base full... Of... That used to be full of Tiamat worshippers. He's learning about Tiamat. At, at this point, you have successfully completed the Tiamat 202 level course. Of course, the the 101 course you um you, you haven't taken, so that might be a bit of a problem. But the advanced stuff, you know, just not the basic stuff that it's based on. I'm sure nothing bad will happen from that. Uh, <laughs> one point of detail. Uh, it wasn't the mushroom people. It wasn't the Myconids that found the fleet. It was the Warforged. Oh, right. Yes. The the Myconids have found a nice little hidey hole, a nice little crevasse that is full of biomass and air. And they are happy there on the moon. And they are, except for Button, Button's still oh. a bit of an explorer. But most of them are happy to just hang out there and not bother anyone. In my defense, I have a minus one to perception. Fair. During the time between... I, I really like how I was like, okay, we're going to start off this session with the moon back in orbit, but we're going to have just a little bit of flashback to figure out what happened between then and now. And then we spent the whole two hours doing flashback, which is fine. I mean, I thought we're going to hit these bullet points real quick, and then the party chose tedium. Right. And I said, <laughs> you have asked for it, so I shall serve it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Here, spend three days clearing rock. <laughs> Yep. Instead of just That's looting the place. 
That is what we did. Yes. Uh, but Clear Rock you did, and you got a shiny new old spaceship, hundreds of years old, uh, one of the angel ships from the old Cobalt fleet. Clearly Cobalt manufacture because it's sized for Cobalts. The chairs have spots for your tails to fit. So you know, there you go. And then you took that ship, you flew it over next to your old ship, which is newer, the Red Star, and <laughs> okay. took the fancy tech out of the, the new old ship and put it in the old new ship. Right. So currently the Red Star, while not painted flat black, so it doesn't just blend in against the night sky like the Angel Ship does, currently has a cloaking device and the ability to create spheres of darkness. And through testing, you have discovered that... Um, well, you discovered a couple things. The cloaking device basically works like you're casting invisibility. It works like the ship is casting invisibility on itself. But for an hour. For an hour, which is why there was a safety cover on the button, because if you press that, then you're invisible for up to an hour, but can't do that again for another day. So, whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do that for a period of time where it's over an hour before the battle. Well, maybe contact the enemy and ask them if they're willing to wait 24 hours. You, you <laughs> put a cover on that thing. Yeah. Because apparently even hundreds of years ago, kobolds did enjoy pressing buttons if there wasn't some type of thing to keep them from pressing the button. And if, <laughs> and if anyone on the ship does a hostile action, if they attack in any way, shape or form, that breaks the invisibility for the entire ship. The darkness, that does have a ranged ability. Darkness spell usually has a range of 60 feet, but if you're casting it through the ship, it has a range of 600 feet, which is a bit nicer. Still creates a 15-foot sphere of darkness, so you can target it at something. The person who is pressing the button can target it at something. These are both concentration spells, but there has been no research put into breaking the concentration because that would involve damaging the ship or maybe the pilot possibly the pilot but more likely the ship because the pilot doesn't press the buttons the pilot can't reach the buttons from the helm so it's it's a different okay. crew member who presses it just like it's a crew member who uses the ballista or trebuchet if your ship has a trebuchet every ship should have a trebuchet because it's just fun to say but that's me and my love for the word trebuchet <laughs> moving on coboldly moving forward <laughs> Uh, that will never not be funny, by the way. I don't believe that will ever not be funny. Uh, it may have been suggested that testing the concentration be a thing, but Fiddle Punch has given a look to whoever has suggested this that discouraged them from further inquiry on the subject. Mostly because he spent the better part of a month fixing the Red Star as you got back in orbit. Uh, speaking of yeah. which... Chroma, I imagine that you spent some more time examining that room that was found. There were the circular room with the half sphere with all the bits and bobs all over it. Huh? Yeah, there were many. Am I curious that maybe it keeps crystal spheres from opening up usually? Well, I'm not going to require rules for it because you had the better part of a month for this. So that would have been a lot of arcana checks. That would have been a lot of casting of identify. You have found nothing to dissuade you of this theory and a few things that have supported it. Neat. Provided you can get it working again, which is not something you've managed to do in the past month. Well, you win some, you lose some. It's not a matter of winning or losing at this point. It's a matter of you're still in the game. True. 
Now, but I might have had to forfeit a round or two due to um, lack of knowledge and or parts. But I'll figure it out. You're pretty sure it's more the parts than the lack of knowledge because you spent a month playing with it and you're pretty sure well, yeah. you understand the various bits and bobs. The identify spell is very, very handy in this case. <laughs> Especially now that we know the rule that identify doesn't use up the pearl that's required to cast identify. Uh, so a few things happen once the moon gets back into place. First of all, tides are a thing on the planet again. And there was much rejoicing. Yay. <laughs> Yay. But also, Yay. as as soon as the moon got back into the circulating crystal sphere, kobolds started hopping aboard because <laughs> teleportation spells were working again. <laughs> you were no longer within the phlogiston or the luminiferous ether or the flow, or whatever you wish to call it. or The scary bad place where cleric spells don't work, I think, is another thing that it could have been called. Or, let me in my bag of holding, Dagnabbit. That might be another thing it's been called on several occasions. So, once you are back inside the crystal sphere, and the moon is back in orbit, Zelix, the mind flayer, arranges transportation. You're not quite sure how Zelix managed to do it, but a what looks like a flying snail with tentacles comes in and lands near the complex that's been chosen to be the de facto base. Uh, by Ooh. the way, Zelix did render the pseudo elder brain into a pulp as soon as you were in orbit. He said he would, so that's fair. Yeah, and then he rendered the pulp into a finer pulp. And then he put it in a box and mailed it to himself and hit it with a hammer. And then he cast disintegration <laughs> on what was left. He, they described it as being very cathartic. Okay. In any case, they arrange for the ride and the ship lands. No one gets out, but Zelix goes to join the ship and they pause for a moment. Is there anyone who is there anyone in this group that would see Zelix off? Bye. It was nice meeting you. Zenosha wouldn't oppose it, but I'm not entirely sure she'd go out of her way. So depends on what else she was doing when this happened. Understood. I'd see Zelix. I'm sorry? Neri would see Zelix off. Zax okay. won't. <laughs> Zax is not going to. That's on brand. So mm -hmm. Neri and Chroma are there. And Zelix is about to walk to the ship. And they stop for a moment. And they're rather inscrutable Beings. You don't get a lot of emotional energy off them. You can't tell through body posture what they're thinking. They're alien in a lot of ways. But it stops for a moment, and it turns towards both of you. And it says, The heretic had a use for the moon. You might do well to discover what it was. Thank you. That's a good idea. You may not thank me, or wish you had thanked, should you discover the use that was intended. And then Zelix turns and levitates up to the ship and the nautiloid flies away. And the DM scratches one more NPC off his list of I need to get in the headspace of this character. <laughs> and also one more NPC off the list of people who will get initiative automatically rolled for them. <sighs> Good thing. I don't have to worry about them anymore. All right. Now, uh, when I said Kobol started coming aboard the moon, I meant a lot of kobolds, because you've got a whole moon. You can spread out, and 
there's still a lot of cleanup to be done. I mean, there was some orbital bombardment. There was a lot of stuff that was ripped off of the ring world and the, the turtles. And this sounds weirder every time I say it, but it's still true. <laughs> um, and that's all over the place. And also the installations that are hundreds of years old that have been left derelict for a while. And the zombies, the the hordes and hordes of zombies, many of which just stopped functioning when the so-called heretic had been killed and also rendered into a fine pulp. But many others did the thing that zombies do where they just become mindless killing machines and they might wander, they might stay still and attack things when they see them. They might pretend to do the things that they did in life, like the couple of zombies that you found in the one building that were playing a card game. But for the most part, that needs to be cleaned up. So, turns out, you you have a decent amount of kobolds coming in to do these basic tasks. Some of them higher level than others. Many of them the traditional, like, CR 1-8 kobold. So, they, of course, work in packs. They've developed tactics for working in packs. (laughs) (laughs) And every now and then, when the weaker groups go out and they don't come back, more powerful groups are sent out to see what happened. On that note, your particular group has been tapped on the shoulder because a weak group went out and didn't come back. So a stronger group was sent out and they didn't come back. Oh, now we're going to have to haul a lot of bodies back, huh? Depends on what happened to them. Well, they probably didn't get distracted by, like, heaps of ice cream, so... And now I want ice cream. Thanks, Chroma. <laughs> Me too. It's been a while. All right, well, we should... One of the War Force comes up. up to you, and they open their chest cavity, and there's a soft-serve dispenser in their chest cavity, and they pull a lever... And out comes Twist, and they hand it to you. Wow. That's There's a Warforged a, ice cream maker. Yeah, I was not expecting... Why isn't there a Warforged ice cream maker is a better question. <laughs> and the answer is, there is one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so when we're done eating ice cream, I guess we'll go check for uh, this group that didn't come back. Okay. Now, the problem is Dax is off doing whatever it is Dax has gone off to do. Um, They have had a few changes to their motivations. Um, He has had some changes to his motivations since he came back from the dead. Being dead changes you on occasion. Yeah, yeah. Um, And for the month it took to come back, he wasn't really part of the group that much, which is a bit of a shame because he's a brother to a couple of you. Yep. So, I'm sure you miss him. Um, but that leaves you rather shorthanded, and that's not a cobalt joke. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Sounds like a cobalt joke. Well, if it was someone taller than a cobalt making it, perhaps. <laughs> but in any case, another cobalt was picked to join your group because five is a good number. So, let's have the group be five. That, that's worked before. So, Snacks, you've been tapped on the shoulder and told, oh, by the way, um, there's a bunch of kobolds that are going to go out to find out where the missing kobolds are. Well, this group of missing kobolds, not the other group of missing kobolds. We sent someone else for them, but whatever. In any case, here you go. Try not to kill anyone. Well, okay. Kill things. (laughs) But Try not to kill any other kobolds. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I'll give you a moment to introduce your character to the rest of the group. What do they okay. see when you're shoved into the room? Uh, well, Snacks or Snacks, depending on what you want to call him. Um, he is a yellow-scaled kobold. Uh, scales range from uh, butter to banana to uh, goldenrod. That was the other word I was looking for. Uh, he's wearing a dark robe uh, patterned with an eye motif, carrying a staff and a well-worn backpack, a pair of pouches at his waist, along with a gnarly-looking wand uh, that seems to be engraved with a flame motif, a dagger here, and the stereotypical conical-shaped hat with moon and stars upon it. <laughs> Please tell me it doesn't say wizard. No, no, no. <laughs> we already went there. <laughs> I mean, literally, you did. <laughs> but if he has a pet mimic, I'll be worried. <laughs> no, 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 no pets. Um, since they contend, well, he do, he has a series. Of, well, he has some pets, but he'll show them later, maybe <laughs> if it works. <laughs> okay. The best part is the character art that I guess was randomly selected um, is for the Cobalt um, inventor. <laughs> which technically, theoretically, has a bunch of pets. <laughs> if you consider uh, a scorpion on a stick to be a pet. <laughs> the black dude that eats people might also be alive. It looks more of like a dark green, to be honest. Um, he'll introduce himself. Uh, he'll introduce himself. Uh, I'm, I'm Nax, or Snacks. Uh, I am a uh, uh, associate there of... Um, uh, a wizard on Circulus. His name was Aristobulus, and I assist him in gathering lore. If we, if if any of you are aware of any books, um, he would like to have them. And I have a special if backpack that I keep them books? in. Huh? Like if we're aware of any books, or well, if we come like across any particular, particularly arcane books. Yes, yes, yes. He would love those. The same cobalt that gave me my staff and floating shield owns a library. Does this big one? All the books ever? Because Uh, I'm not sure my backstory will have space for that many. Um, Given? Well, he lives inside a mountain, so I I guess he has lots of space. So is he a cobalt? I mean, he lives inside a mountain. No, no, no. He's one of the tall people and has hair on his face and. Um, he gave me some of these things that I'm holding on to, and he'll point to the robe and point to the wand. Oh. He said he used these when he was younger. All right. Well, hopefully you can make good use of that. I'm not really a book person, so I don't think I'm going to be able to help you with that part of this. But uh... Well, if you find any, just give them to me, and I'll stuff them in here. And he shows his backpack again. It's got lots of room inside. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I, I got uh-huh. my book of mushrooms, but I'd rather hang on to that. Oh, J- well, okay. JR clutches but his diary closer you don't to his want chest. It, I have a journal with some um, technical blueprints in it and notes and um, doodles I did while Marwise was telling us about history. Well, if you ever don't want it, you can stick it in my backpack and I will gladly take it back home. Yeah, works for me. So editorializing. I'm hearing my voice coming back at me again. It's, yeah. Okay, never mind. Um Given the proximity between Meepo's farm and Ari's home, mm-hmm. 
I would not be shocked in the least if Marwise and Ari didn't like converse on the regular. Just be well, they did fight the ancient green dragon together, so they did know each other. And now my voice is coming back at me again. It's it's coming through. I I think it's Eo's mic. I'm sorry. Oh, right, because some things weren't working properly. Give me a sec. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm not saying that this group of kobolds would definitely know that. I I don't see Marwise saying, okay, well, here's what you're going to study today. Here's a list of everyone I know. <laughs> right. I don't know Marwise that... Player doesn't know Marwise that well, but... Um, Ari wouldn't have necessarily either, spent, you know, mentioned that he talks to a lot of to another like series of kobolds, other than maybe Meepo. Mm-hmm. He might have brought her up a time or two as, as being a nominal apprentice, but since she was a sorcerer and he was a wizard, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Hello. 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 And I'm not getting an echo. I'm Same. not getting an echo either. So I think the problem. My is old my old headset is currently apparently working for me. Okay. This is like all the times when um, a previous podcast that I wasn't a part of, but I listened to a lot, um, every now and then one of the participants would sound like really, really bad and they would be going through all their mic settings and not figuring out what it was. Uh And it turns out their webcam mic was what their audio was picking up. Oh, no. They would have a really nice microphone in front of them, but it would be using the one on the webcam. Oh, wow. Yeah, always check device first. For some reason, Windows likes switching them up on you. Yeah, I, I'm, I that... never use Discord on Windows because it does not like to work properly there. Seriously, it likes to turn green and weird and flickery. It's really strange. <laughs> it might be a driver yeah. issue, but that's not something that I think we need to troubleshoot at this exact Indeed. moment. Because right now things are working. Let's just not look at them and hope it stays <laughs> that way. <laughs> that, that's usually good advice. Where the car is running, I'm I am never not going to Windows. open the hood. I am not on Windows right now, so I am not having weird green stuff. Good. No, the re- the weird green stuff is in that one clay jar that the cobalt inventor is carrying around. <laughs> Don't and open also that. possibly in the possession of uh, Zenosha. No, my weird green possible. molds mostly the light fixtures now. Oh right. yeah, mm-hmm. the, <laughs> I'm it the, really the luminous it. mold, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, moss. It's moss, but never mind. Uh, so, I'm so glad it's moss, uh, <laughs> not mold. <laughs> yeah. Okay. With all that said, you are given coordinates, and you happen to have a ship, so it doesn't take too long for you to find the location where the kobold adventuring groups were disappearing, and. It appears to be a ruined settlement is probably the wrong word for it, but... Colony? Maybe outpost would be better. There's a collection of buildings, most of which are very ruined. Um, large chunks of rock falling from a ring world onto the moon will usually do that. Uh, there's one building that's away from the rest of them that looks like... It was built on top of an area where multiple ruins cre- were created and there's scorch marks around it and various pipes that are coming out of it and going into the ground. And there's Ooh. also something that looks like a a multi-level fort that is built into the 
wall of the crater that all of this exists in. So should we check the tower or the fort first? Well, the, that was Zenosha asking the others. Yeah, the uh, the building um, that looks like it was built on ruins is, you could argue it's a tower, but it looks like it's only two stories tall. The fort is taller. Oh, so should we check out the weird pipe building or the fort first? Hmm. Well, do we know what they were looking for? We probably don't. You could also explore the rest of the ruins. There is enough of an atmosphere that you'd be able to do that if you wanted to. But the ruins do look fairly ruined. Yeah, if even the backup group disappeared, they were probably in one of those more intact structures. Yeah, I think we're going to have to go in there. All right, let's go take a look. Which right. one? Uh, The bigger one, I guess. Two groups, okay. bigger space. I don't know. Works for me, I guess. Yeah. The smaller one will take less time to search. Oh, that's true. All right, well, I'll try the smaller one. We'll get that one done real quick. And if they're in there, they're in there. We're done. If not, we'll take on the bigger one. Okay. Doesn't really matter as long as we got a decision running. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. All things being equal. All right, I'll land as close as I can to equidistant between them. Okay, and you all hop out. JR follows you, of course. They've never used their uh, morning star and shield in actual actual combat, so they look a little anxious, as much as a <laughs> mostly skeletal <laughs> robot can look anxious. Yeah. I'm going to pat him on the shoulder and be like, you're going to be fine. Everybody's nervous in their first battle. You'll do great. Just stick by me. You'll be fine. They go to give you a thumbs up, but in doing so, they drop the morning star, and then they reach down and pick it back up again. See? You got it. You know what to do. If you drop it, pick it up. If you can't reach it, hit something with your shield, assuming you're being attacked. They go to give you a thumbs up again, but then think better of it and just nod. There you go. You're learning. (laughs) Okay. So... The smaller building, the two-story building, has a very familiar-looking airlock structure. It looks like it came from the same manufacturer, possibly built by the same people. Go figure. Although this airlock is clearly damaged and sort of half open already. Wow, it's even got the same zombie trap between the doors. <laughs> <laughs> there, There is no zombie here. There is no sign of zombies okay. here, which is a no. little... Weird, considering every other ruin that you've explored on this moon had zombies of the previous inhabitants hanging out there. That is a little weird. All right, well, we've got atmosphere here. It's got to have atmosphere in it. We'll be able to breathe. So let's go see about getting this door open. I it's am... actually, it's open enough that is you can open? crawl okay. through. Oh, oh. Um, all right. Even, well, then... even someone of Zax's build can squeeze their way yeah. through. Okay. Can JR get through? Uh, JR can get through. Um, okay. He's taller, but well, he's skinnier. Yes. Mm-hmm. They, they're they taller. I'm going to get yes. that right one of these days. All right. Um, yeah. So we squeeze through the door. Okay. And what you see is the image that I just posted. It is a 15 by 15 foot square room. You have what appears to be an exit on in the middle of each of the walls. Uh, the one you've come through is the one on the right that leads to the outside. Um the uh, the one to the south, the one at the bottom, is a curtain, as you can see, which is still fairly intact. Hmm. Let's check the curtains. Curtains either hide nothing good or a play, so. <laughs> okay. Or, or, an, or an old guy moving a lot of dials and stuff. <laughs> okay, so you dramatically swish aside the curtain to see what's on the other side. And you find another room that the DM has to screenshot. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's weird that this is a 
curtain and not just an opening or a door. Yes. Now, ignore the door at the bottom here. I'm recycling a map from okay. another scenario. So there is no actual door there. But this particular room is 10 feet by 20 feet. And there are... It, it's kind of like a closet space in that there is a bar that goes all the way across. And there are shirts hanging from it. The shirts are... Some of them are made of cloth. Some of them are made of some type of material that it, your best guess is it's like chain mail. Hmm. And there's some that look a bit heavier, like they're made of plate. Are they Ooh, more cobalt-sized or dragonborn-sized? Um, they're more dragonborn-sized, but from the look of it, like, you know how you can you can wear a shirt that's a few sizes too big for you? Like, you could wear one of these without feeling like you were in a tent. <laughs> but they're not intended for creatures of our size. It doesn't look like they were specifically tailored to... Like, if a kobold's wearing it, it would not be a fitted shirt. If a mm -hmm. dragonborn was wearing it, it might be. Uh, they look very similar to the shirts that you saw the dragonborn corpses wearing on the top of the force cannon installation that you found. Okay. Right, okay. Hey, All JR, right. you want to try on some armor? Might be closer to your size. Be a little heavy, though. JR goes over and... Um, looks at the various shirts and gravitates towards a red one. Um, well, that's not going to provide you much protection. I was thinking of the one that looks like sort of chainmail. No, no, they, they're, they're going for one of the ones that looks like plate, but it's it's just painted oh, red. But it's red, okay. Yeah, all right, that's fine. That's fine. They, they hold it up in front of them and then look at the party. Does it fit? Is it heavy? They go and put it on and move their arms and seems to be okay. All right, that should give you a little extra protection then. Okay, you have given JR yeah. a Depends red shirt. Depends on how meta this is. While JR is on an away mission. I'm right. sure nothing will possibly go wrong. It's chain mail. But this is, we're the next generation of kobolds. So red is command, <laughs> not secure. <laughs> Maybe so. JR is now your captain. <laughs> or, or, or maybe first officer. Now, from now on, when JR goes up to their chair, they're going to climb over the back of it. <laughs> Technically, Zax is wearing red too because she's got Cox's um, dragon mail armor. And now I'm going to have to frantically look up the stats for that item that I just told you about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. I need to add it to JR's character. Wasn't going to have JR wear one, but you were like, hey, JR, well, you should put this on. Well, you didn't have to so, decide to do it. <laughs> you know? Well, no, no, this is JR. Let's go through the west door. Okay. <laughs> you know what i don't think there was no no i i got them wrong there were there was cloth there was leather and there was chain so it is a chain one. Oh, okay i mean the way zax figures it is this is jr's like first real battle where they're intending to get into battle and not just be led by emotion uh into battle so they're probably gonna get hit so they need a little extra there we go mm -hmm. okay so um, which one did you say you're going through next? Uh, I figured west. Just do it clockwise. Yeah. Okay. Yep. The DM is going to have to scroll back so we get this whole thing. And... <laughs> so you go west, young kobolds. Go west. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> you're going to see a great big picture here. It's not a map. It's the monster we're fighting. <laughs> yeah, I can't fit the whole Tarask into this single screenshot. Oh, no. <laughs> That's you not were, with you... me soiling myself. 
Well, you know, Shadow, Shadow of the Colossus taught me anything. It's that map and monster are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> also true. Um, the Tarask got a hold of that dirigible that we saw in the previous art. And like, where would I like to go? Oh, look, the moon is back. Yeah. Well. Okay, so forgive the scale change for this. Exactly. <laughs> so you see a great big room. It is a an octagon shape with a bunch of tables that have a bunch of parts scattered around on them. Um, to the north, you see what is clearly labeled because I used a map that had labeling on it. A bunch of lockers. And to the south, there's a bunch of cabinets. To the west, there is what is clearly a forge, not just because it is labeled forge on the map, but also because you as kobolds have seen forges before. You know what they look like. This is clearly a forge. Uh, there's a bunch of fuel in a container next to the forge. There's um, a small box that looks like it has a bunch of metal ingots nearby, but that's been knocked over. There is a door over on the west wall as well that is um, perhaps a bit smaller than the ones you've been going through before, but this one also looks like it has been designed to be an airlock of some kind. And above you, sir, not appearing in this map, but it is part of this map, There is the second floor is not a full floor. There is a walkway that goes around this floor. Picture, if you will, a mezzanine. Okay. All right, this, like a... this this room's a lot bigger than the others, so Zenosha's going to be a little bit more on edge, so I'm rolling a perception check to see if I can hear or see anything moving. Is the mezzanine as dangerous as a gazebo? Twice uh... as dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> because it has the high ground, which means the fight is already over. <laughs> Only if somebody's on fire. Then we close the door. <laughs> well... Getting back on track, <laughs> not that we were ever there before, but pretending that we were on track with a with a roll of 20. Uh, there's it looks like this room has not been used for a very long time. And while for the majority of that time, it appears to have been exposed to vacuum, that has not been the case for the past month. Um Dust has settled over a large amount of area, but there's things in here that have been moved since the dust settled. And with a nat 20, I'm going to say you also see several sets of... I didn't get a of, nat 20. I well, not nat 20. 20. You got a dirty 20, but still. With a dirty 20, with, with a nat 20, I'd be saying, okay, so you spotted three enemies. Their names are Huey, Dewey, <laughs> and Louie, and they have a race car, a laser, and an aeroplane. <laughs> none of this is true right but you do see footprints for something um possibly more than one something something they have uh they clearly have scales on their feet they're walking around without footwear and most likely claws as well on their feet are they hey. kobold sized or are they, they dragonborn sized they're more dragonborn sized than kobold sized but your experience with dragonborn is that they wear boots. Right. Zombies? This could also be up to a month Do old. zombies not wear boots? I don't know. I mean, if I'm fighting a zombie, I don't really care if they're wearing boots, you know? Where do the zombies, zombies typically wear what they were wearing when they were first reanimated, which could be just about anything, depending on what they were doing when they died and what's been done to them since. 
Can I track the footprints? They seem to go in a variety of directions. Um, give me a survival check to see if you can tell where they went most recently. Okay. With an 18. An 18. With an 18, I will say it looks like they most likely most recently went out the door you just came in. Hmm. That seems... Okay. I don't know what that means. Maybe they went to the other building. Yeah, it means that if they're in this building, they're probably in behind the north door or upstairs. A spear flies past you and slams into the door that you came in. Oh, look. Okay, well. Now I know what that? it means. It came from the mezzanine above you. I guess we go up there. Oh, Drop we don't have the flying carpet. Weapons. Yipe. Hello. What, what do we see? And for the record, the flying carpet was Dax's, so you don't have it anymore. Right. Right, we don't. Yeah, have that's it. why I was saying. Yeah, <laughs> is there an obvious way up there? Um, not from where you are in this giant room now. Well, other than okay. you know flying up there, mm. you could probably toss one of your compatriots I up there. I could probably toss somebody up there. But I don't know. <laughs> toss like me, toss me. Yeah, <laughs> really? Uh huh. All right, the, I'm three let's get close enough. And three beings that look like very big kobolds all are sticking their heads over the mezzanine railing. They're all holding spears and pointing them at you. Drop Hello. your weapons. We will not suggest it again. Chroma, you got a spell you can hit them with? I do. Um, I do. Do it. How far away are they? Roll for initiative. If you're going to cast <laughs> a spell, we're rolling. Grease! <laughs> well, that would work. Yeah. All right. We're rolling for initiative. I have a five. Hold, hold on. Let me load up the, the, the encounter. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I am glad that I changed Cogbucket's stats so no, to have the new yeah. shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but Cogbucket is not an NPC now. He's counted as a player character, so I got to roll for him properly. Oh. Oh, no, I got to play the game. <laughs> okay, so going through this list here. Neri. 18. Chroma. 7. It's okay. You have healing abilities. Zax. Okay, so the dice is a 5, and initiative is plus 3, and I don't know what else to do with that, really. <laughs> Okay, so you got an eight. Yeah. Zenosha. 22. Zenosha went yesterday. <laughs> this is a new experience for Zenosha because she only has a plus three, but a 19 on the die is a 19 on the wow. die. Zenosha is the fist of the North Star. They're already dead. Considering she's probably going to open up with lightning bolt, that might be true. That'll do. <laughs> do, we, do we need and, to kill them? And snacks. I don't All think right. we need Roll to the kill them. Chroma, everything that tries to kill us, you're like, do we have to get violent? They're not our friends. Valid. They want to kill us. They're throwing spears at us. We're in battle, Chroma. They're telling us to drop our weapons. And that, that... leaves us without any defense, mostly. So, Well, I'm not um, saying yeah. we should do it. I'm just saying that this might not be a we have to fight until people are dead thing. But it just makes it easier. <laughs> I mean... You know, negotiations are complicated. We already know so, they want to fight. So while this discussion is taking place, there's no show what do you choose to do. <laughs> and Ashworth is pointing out, and they're hearing the party discussing. Oh, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't care either. <laughs> For Maybe various reasons, neither of you care. No. <laughs> All right. So since they're above us, I'm, I'm assuming I can only manage to get one of them within the five foot wide and 120 feet long line. Not only are they above you, they are spread out. So, all right, I'm just going to pick one at random. 
it's got to make a dexterity save of 17. And even at best, it's going to, maybe even at worst, it's taken a half. So I'm going to go ahead and roll. That is a 13. So it is not making its save. So that's 30 damage on an opening lightning bolt. Okay. You kill them instantly. One down. I thought we were not. Good job, Zodosha. You got him. Oh. Can the rest of you surrender, maybe? I don't want us to kill you. You're going to have to wait until at least initiative nine for them to be able to. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, there was one that had a higher initiative, but they are currently a charred corpse. Mm -hmm. Okay. One down. Neri, you're next. I used my bonus action to cast uh, Hunter's Mark on one of the survivors. Okay. And I attack. Feathers or no feathers? Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, 25 and a 32 to hit. Those will both hit and then some. For 31 damage. Fun fact, you kill them more than Zenosha killed them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Zenosha only did 30 points of damage. And hearing Chromas please, I will not use action search. And instead, Thank you. Snacks, you're up. There's only one opponent left standing. Matt? Matt, are you with us? Oh, yeah. Sorry. It was, uh, I thought I, went, I misheard it, things. Uh, so there's only one left remaining. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two. Uh, so lightning and arrows. Um, Please don't kill them all. They open the conversation by throwing a spear at us. <laughs> we, we want to wound? Yes. No. That'll do. That'll do. Technically speaking, they threw it at the door. But never mind. It got our attention, that's for sure. Uh, very well. Uh, yes, but Karama would try to make friends with something that would currently eating our brains. Right. No, I wouldn't. I think you tried to make friends with something that had mind-controlled three out of four of us. To be fair, I was mind-controlled at the time. Yes, and you it... weren't angry when you were released. Yeah, I see. Yeah, that. I will cast Magic Missile and attempt to... Wound one of the creatures, or the remaining creatures. Okay, you're going to have to roll two more d4 because it only oh, no, rolls just, for one. Oh, no, it only does one. Yeah. Uh, all right. I didn't realize it did that. I haven't used this. Uh, and it okay. looks like you're going to have to do a long rest on that because it's keeping track of spells you <laughs> cast when you were testing it out. So six uh, plus two, okay. oh, eight no. points of damage. Yep, eight points. Well, the original one did another. I do three missiles. So I roll a one, a two, and a four. Add three. So... Seven, three, ten total to the target remaining. Okay. Don't force us to do that again. Cogbucket runs over and um, stands in front of Snacks because Snacks is wearing cloth. Oh. And, <laughs> and, and <I> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, granted, uh, there are other characters that don't have a whole lot of armor, but. Um, JR has seen one of them turn into a bear. Right. <laughs> and the other one creates craters with arrows. Yeah. And one of them creates craters with their fists. Yep. So the the one that JR is not quite sure about in this group happens to be the new one. <laughs> so he's standing to protect you. Yeah, so he's standing in front of Snacks with his shield up because they don't have any range attacks whatsoever, so there's nothing they can do other than stand at the ready. Okay. Uh, next up is first lizard folk. They're dead. Next lizard folk. Um, they glare at you. Snacks in particular. Huh. Then drop the staff they were holding. Thank 
Thank you. Now, how about we talk about what, what happened to the other cobalt? Technically, we only came to this moon recently, so... Made by I cobalts. Mean, Stars. We did not choose to come here. We were... You should have opened with that. We can get you transport back to Circulus. No Your problem. moon, you call this, brought us here, killed many. Oh, they're from the ring world. Oh, you're from... Yeah, that's not near here. We know it was a long trip, a long fall. Most died, and now you come to kill the rest. You're the ones that started throwing weapons at us, or towards us. What did you expect? A surrender? Yeah, I don't do that. Bargaining chips. Yeah, I'm not oh, good does at that, that mean the others are alive? What others? The ones who came here before who didn't come back? Do you not know anything about that? That means they're in the other building. We came here recently, went to scout. Not all of us who left returned. Assumed it was you who captured them, killed them. Probably zombies. There are a lot of zombies a on the A lot of zombies. We're actually looking for cobalts that haven't come zombies. back yet either. So um, we, we only got here a few minutes ago. You were looking for teams of cobalts that also disappeared. We chose all, um... to stay here for the lack of zombies. Right. Okay. Was so other building has zombies. Gotcha. A bad decision. Um. No, the bad decision was attacking us. But if you want, we can. You arrange. struck first. You threw something first. You stole our land, literally out. Technically, the person feet. who stole our moon right. for so a while you, yeah. stole the land. Exactly. Your That's who did moon it. did it. Your wasn't under our control at that moment. Us. We had to take it back. All right, you let's go find our people. You should have kept a stronger yeah. hold on your moon. Usually, gravity does that for us. We kind of weren't expecting gravity to stop doing that. It's not just a good idea; it's the law. <laughs> okay, know, this is getting us nowhere. To the Saturday game. What will you do with? Well, if you promise to play nice, I'm sure we could get you transport to Circulus. It's and, not the um, ring world, but it is another world. Listen, do not play. Okay, by play nice, this, I mean this could be a not violent. Like, Just promise not to be violent and cooperate, and we can we get might, you somewhere on Circulus and then let you go wherever you want. From. Might be able to bring them back. I keep telling you people not to just... Uh, but um, I can ask the clerics or my mom. So I think she's cast it already recently. Technically speaking, she has probably helped to bring back a cobalt every day since the reinforcements started arriving. Yeah. You would think that the very first day there wouldn't have been a fatality. You would think that. Cobalt. <laughs> there might... <laughs> Kind of be a waiting list, but... You are confusing. We hear that a lot, yeah. Mm -hmm. There are stairs over here. I will take them down. I feel like a target. And they walk out of sight. And then a little bit while later, they walk through the door that still has a spear sticking out of it. <laughs> okay. If you had taken the north door, you would have found the staircase. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, he came in. He could have left. It yeah. either means he's comfortable or he's of diminished capacity. Uh, 
Well, I mean, we did just kind of show we're the stronger force here. On a scale of 1 to 27, I'm at a 19. Okay, well, get get your friends ready. We have to check out the other building for our friends. Once we're done with that, we'll come back to get you. And like I said, there might be a waiting list. Some of our friends are kind of death prone, but we have contingencies. But we'll get your friends back alive, get you transport down to the world you're now orbiting. Try to find some place that looks comfortable for you and then let you go off where you want from there. If you are being honest, others were with us. They did not return from their scouting. Will you treat them like you treated my companions or like me? If they're willing to talk first, we're usually willing to work. But there's just a lot starting of people with out telling there us to just... drop your weapons. It's just that sounds like we're going to get attacked. You got yeah, me. a lot of people want to kill kobolds on sight, so we kind of have to be defensive by nature. I'll try to stop them from attacking more people who don't need attacking. Clearly, we were not the one who were a threat conflict. All right, well, let's go find your friends and our kobolds and get this done. Lizard folk do not have friends, but we do have a clan or did. Okay, let's go find them. Yeah, indeed. Okay, and you go out the way you came, um, minus a spell slot. And heavy, one red shirt. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there is another building. You are wishing to go examine that one? Yep. Yeah, in about five minutes or so. That's about wise. Okay, so we're (laughs) going to take a five-minute break. We'll be right back. We're back, and one of the things that I enjoy about this group of friends that I have is that when we went to take a break, we just continued our peeing. <laughs> we did. <laughs> and no one will know what was said. No. And several people thought that we'd gone live again <laughs> because we were our Because <laughs> we were still... Yes. Yeah. Which, for the record, I will not have us go live without saying, okay, we're going to go live. But... <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think we were live when I started, but I wasn't sure after that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, after I kept replying. Yeah, it's like, okay, maybe maybe I missed it and came when I came back and we were live. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I assumed I just missed it. Yeah. Wait, are we I'm live? I'm not out of it. <laughs> well, uh, let me check a pulse. No, that's another zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but this one works for Amtrak. Trains. <laughs> this one likes bread. So, Grains. I know of a zombie who really likes my fair lady, but I'm not going to go into. <sighs> okay, got it. Took a minute. <laughs> but that particular one hangs out in Spain. Moving forward, <laughs> you have a little bit more of a back and forth between. Um, the last of the lizard folk and yourselves, most of the back and forth is between uh, Zax and the lizard folk who you do learn their name is Merrick. Actually, hold on. 
Yeah. Their name is Mirak. Uh, once again, using generic names that Wizards of the Coast has come up with for lizard folk, but Mirak is the, the one. And they were, they are a shaman. They do have some spellcasting ability. Not that they got a chance to use it. Right. But never mind about that. And you take a few minutes and you go walking towards the fortress that's built into the side of the crater. And there's a smaller crater that you have to walk around. There's there's a lot of rubble you have to walk around. There are a bunch of buildings. Apparently, doorways are the most stable structure of a building because a lot of cases when you're walking through this ruined area, you see rubble, doorway, rubble, rubble, doorway, rubble, Barney, rubble, <laughs> bathtub, rubble. Bathtub. Well, that's another oh. place you're supposed to go if there's an earthquake because bathtubs are rather stable structures. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, it's because they're all one piece, usually made out of very sturdy material. But never mind about that. Um, the fortress itself also looks like it has seen much better days. Uh, you've got two possible ways to enter other than, you know, aerial assault, which has been a thing in the past and could still be a thing. Because we don't have our bed. You, you have the cobalt equivalent of a trebuchet. Pretty much. <laughs> so it's, it's still a possibility. Yeah. Um, but looking at the map that I've shared with you, you've got the main entrance, which appears to be a double wide airlock with a path that leads up to it. Or it looks like that whole section to the north has crumbled in from something. And it was long enough ago that you can't tell what did it. It could have been an impact. It could have been just worn down over time could have been an explosion but there's some rubble there you'd be able to climb right over it and go in that way if you wanted to your choice okay if that pile of rubble's really old then it probably didn't trap the cobalt in there maybe they went in the other door let's go in the other door all right i'll lead the way okay technically there's it's it's the only doors but oh. <laughs> yeah. so you go up to the airlock and mm-hmm. the thing about the other airlock was there was power so when you went into the force cannon installation, there was a button you could press and that made the airlock slide open. There is a button and it can be a race to see who presses it. <laughs> but pressing it does nothing. Huh. You could well, also I mean, I... continue your walk around the structure to see if there's any other ways in. But yes. Zach, you're pretty strong. You want to try yeah. to force this I... open? Yeah, I'm going to hit it with the hammer and see if I can at least... That's... Not what I thought you'd what think. What did you want me to do? Be more clear. I can try to... Um. Well, is it stuck or locked? It's not powered. Know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you just grab one end and door? give it a heave-ho. I could maybe make an opening in the door. How? Hold on a minute. Puts down the rucksack and opens it up and pulls out a rather long staff. Okay. And this is a magic staff. I can use it to do things like make holes in doors. Everybody step back. Yeah, moving out of the way. That's, that's what Zax's hammer I does. It, yeah. Holes <laughs> yeah, but doors. my holes go away after a while. <laughs> oh, that's a neat trick. All right, have at it. Okay. So I'm going to go up to the door, and I'm going to, use, I'm going to cast Passwall from the staff on the door. And what that will do is make an opening five feet wide, eight feet tall, and twenty up to 20 feet deep. It does not need to be 20 feet deep, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, since I don't know how far it goes, <laughs> I will try to open the pass wall as, as oh, yeah, deep I'm, as possible. 
<laughs> well, I'm saying now that you've cast it, you are aware that yeah. it didn't need to be 20 feet deep. Okay. <laughs> this will last about one hour, and then it will just simply close up again. Oh, that's pretty neat. Okay. So what you see <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> is a small area where there probably was an airlock right where that narrow hallway ends, but that is long gone. There's barely any trace of it left. If there was something there, maybe it was hauled away for scrap or something. You're, you don't know. You haven't been watching over this area for centuries upon centuries. Uh, there is, however, that star that you see is a statue. It has not weathered very well. Uh, there's parts of it that are broken off, but What's notable is it is, in fact, the statue of a kobold. Wow. Um, their head is mostly wow. intact. They are, they're a bit... Well, it's a statue, so it's made to be larger than life. Uh, probably the only reason why it wasn't broken more was because it was large enough that a dragonborn would be able to say, yeah, yeah, that's probably totally a dragonborn. What, tail? No, no, it's probably not a tail. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> the statue does have... Like they're look, they're kind of looking up. They've got one arm uh, curled in close to their chest with their their hand over their chest, and they have another arm that's stretching out and probably would have extended above their head, but that got broken off near the shoulder. They're also missing half of their tail. Huh? Must have been an important cobalt. Shall we examine it? I would like to perhaps see. Is there any name on the base? Yeah, check it out. I will go. Snacks will run up and try to get a better look, closer look at the statue. Okay. Um, give me a perception check. Okay. Well, I'm wearing my special robe, but I have no particular skill in perception. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but your your robe of eyes does still give you advantage. Yes, it does. <laughs> By the way, when you go into this room, I'm taking a screenshot to show you what you see in the room in general. Well, I rolled a 7 and a 20. The 20 will go to a 20, because I have plus 0. <laughs> but I did roll a nat 20. <laughs> okay, so like everything else in this area, there has been significant damage. So the part of the inscription that mentions the name of this kobold is lost to antiquity. There isn't even enough mending that you can do. Uh, there is a certain button that somebody found uh, back in episode two or three that might be able to reverse time enough to find out, but you're not sure you really want to be sitting here holding the button down long enough to go back that many centuries. Uh, the part of the inscription that you are able to read is it's a little piecemeal, but you can make out the words in draconic upon my works ye something and something. Hmm. It's Ozymandias. Two. <laughs> Well, that is what the DM is referencing, but you didn't have to say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, if you look to the north and the south, there is a giant hole in the wall to the north that you could have walked in to get to the same spot. And two holes to the south that <laughs> you could have walked through oh. to get to the spot. Uh, but you okay, didn't know. let's look for the door lists are... Right. Um, uh, to, I guess they're like, kind of like taller, meaner cobalts. Right. Okay. How many, I'm trying to understand screenshot. how many doors are in this room that don't need out. Right now, the, the, the only doors you can see are the ones that are um, oh, pass-walled. <laughs> Everything else is giant hole. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. 
as you can see from the the bigger, better screenshot that I've shared with you, um, there are a few rooms that are exposed to the elements. Not that there were elements here before a month ago, mm -hmm. but now exposed to elements, uh, right. which don't have much in them. There is, however, a passageway in the wall to the west that leads further into the fortress. Let's go there. Yeah, that's probably where they went, if they're in here. Okay. Oh, one more detail. Um, in addition to the perception check of a nat 20 on the statue, like as, as you're looking over the inscription, you notice that there is what appears to be maybe blood. Yeah, that's probably blood. Uh, that is a, Fresh oh, blood? Well, it's blood. Over here. It, it leads over here, too. And, oh, and there's another well, trail that's, that's sort of going the same direction. And that looks like direction a, on the map? another trail. They're all going in oh. through that opening in the western wall. Hmm. So they lead away from the statue to the western wall, or I'm not able to tell that. Well, some of them go past the statue. Some of them come in through one of the various holes. But it looks like bloody things have been drug across the ground here into the ah, fortress. But nothing, but nothing leading directly to or away from the statue. No, the statue was okay. inconsequential. Okay, I was going to say perhaps they were making sacrifices at the statue. That would stat give us an entirely different amount of information. <laughs> Picture, if you really? will, the statue is actually a gazebo. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Message received. <laughs> right, right. Okay. It animates and attacks. No. <laughs> no, it does not. Okay, so let's go through that door to the list. I am already making the screenshot. All right. My understanding is that's where the blood trails lead, so. At least yes. one of them. There we go. So you go through the door to the west, and you see two more ruined rooms, and you see more blood smears. They are a bit where fainter. As if the blood is kind of being used up. Oh, that's not good. Be on guard, but follow the blood. Yep, I'll leave. Does this look like the blood that was like of the taller, non-cobalt thingies? Does it match? I it's don't red. know. It's red. Did they bleed red? I don't know. Didn't really pay attention. So we know it's not Klingons. <laughs> <laughs> you are but aware because you you have cut enough dragonborn zombies in half with your hammer. Right. Things yeah. I never expected to say. Um, <laughs> but true. That, yes, yeah. the blood they are filled with is usually red, although it gets old enough, it starts looking more blackish, and you're getting a bit of that vibe here. Okay. So it's old enough, it's starting to change color, so these probably aren't the cobalts we lost recently. Or the taller non-cobalt thing. There were two teams of cobalt, though. They sent a second team after the first one didn't come back, so but I don't know. The other teacher said that there were other members of his clan that were slaughtered. Maybe we should go that way and find out. Maybe. Go that way and find first, out. Those first two teams of Cobalt, I don't think they would have tried to take out the lizard people. I mean, they're weak rooms, right? So uh, there could be anything in there. So just be on guard. All right. Okay. Copy pasting. All right. So you continue to follow the blood shells into a hallway that is 15 by... 70 feet. Uh, you've got two openings to the west, two openings to the east. You came in through the east. The openings to the east, one of them looks like it was supposed to be a door. You came through what was probably a wall mm, Okay. that was turned into a door at some point. Wasn't um, me. <laughs> no, no. Wasn't me either. Um, and also was not snacks, but this was turned into a door in a method similar to what you would see Zax using. 
<laughs> brute force. Okay. But but was not Something necessarily bad. Zach's. Um, yeah. Through the opening to the north, you see that there is a stairway that is going up, which hides the rest of that passageway from view. The trails go in that direction. The trails go up the stairs? They go towards the stairs, at least. Towards the stairs. All right. Well, I guess we're going follow up. The little, follow the red brick road? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do we see anything else as we go? Oh, we yep. Every time you tell me where you're going, my silence is because I'm copy-pasting <laughs> Understood. Okay. Yes. So we go to the stairs. Okay. And uh, you see a large pile of rubble that... You notice how there's a pathway on the eastern side of this rubble mm-hmm. pile? Mm-hmm. It's been shoved over there. So a path has been cleared since the rubble was created. And the Smears, for the most part, go through that little path and then through the first door to the east. All right. Go on. Should we open the store, or if that's where the blood is going? Yeah. yeah. All right. I am preparing for combat before we get through the door. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm always prepared for combat, but um, y'all need a minute. Time. I have my gun. I have my sidearm. <laughs> Save versus fear. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's not canon. That's not canon. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, we're so, all ready. Again, reminding you that this map is recycled. The map text mm-hmm. says hold down to cistern. Now, it may or may not be a cistern. You don't know. Um, the DM is refraining from making jokes right now. But it, it, it could be a bro turn. Okay, there I said it. <laughs> because the DM likes puns, Dagnabbit. Um, but it is a hole in the ground. It's fairly dark. And the blood smears go up to the hole and right into it. Oh, no. That's a bad sign. Something's in there, and it's probably being fed. Not good. Not good. I don't suppose anyone can cast light. Nope. Uh... Oh, I can do something. Give me a moment. And Chroma takes something out of her bag and fiddles with it for a bit. And it starts glowing. I have magical tinkering. It's an artificer ability. All right, cool. So the sunlight does some light for the total, but we can watch the light as it falls down. Okay. Okay. So go you go up look. to the edge? <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Who's up the to way, the edge? Me and her. Me. And whoever else comes with. Me. I'm like five here. or ten feet away from the edge, but pretty close. I will okay. get back here, far away from the hole. Okay. Okay. JR does go up to the hole as well. All right. So that means there's four of you who go up to the hole. That means I'm going to roll a d4. (laughs) So the the four that were there, JR, Chroma, Zax, and who was the fourth? Was it Neary? Okay. So I'm using our order in Discord and counting myself as JR to determine this. So one, two. Okay. um, Chroma. Uh Uh-huh. I would like you to... Uh, do me a favor. I would like you to make a constitution save. That's very optimistic of you. Oh, no. I like to think so. Um, I'm going to use my inspiration and see if I can get better at that. I did not. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Because the, I just rolled and the number to beat would have been a 17. Um, so out of the rubble pops a familiar friend. And um, by familiar... Uh, I mean, you've seen it before, and by friend, 
I mean, you're very upset that you're seeing another one of these. It's an Umber Hulk. Not again. From and the it, behind us? It, the rubble, right where it says hold down to the cistern, it was completely uh-huh. buried under the rubble. And it, it pops out and makes a beeline for the hole. And those of you who decided, I'm not going near that thing, you're fine. Well, maybe not fine. There is an umber hole. Um, But it rushes forward and collides with Chroma. And Chroma, for the briefest of moments, you have the sensation that you're flying. Oh, no. No, no, that's gravity. (laughs) And you land in a pit. In this pit, um, well, you have dark vision, so you can see just fine. There's a few corpses. Um, No dragonborn zombie corpses that you can see, but... There's a couple lizard folk and several cobalt corpses and something really big, really bloated with a bunch of legs. Okay, that's not good. And a big mouth and lots of slobber. Can I see what's going on? Hello. Of course. Scorching Ray. (laughs) That's where we're going to end it for tonight. Sounds good. Thank you, everyone, for playing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Tonight, I was joined by a bunch of incredibly awesome people, including, but not limited to, Archbeth hanging out in chat, Ellie, Eo, Jen, Matt, and Cindy. Let's do some quick plugs. So Ellie runs a social network, elek.xyz. That's E-L-E-K-K dot X-Y-Z. It runs on Mastodon. So if you are part of the Fediverse, you can follow many of us there. Our social information is available on the cast page which is linked in our show notes eo's mom writes books you can get those at elizabeth-mccoy.com jen has a blog and podcast you can get that at bookofjen.net and we have a patreon patreon.com slash cogwheel gaming where you can get these episodes when i have edited them all early in some cases months before they are scheduled to go live because i upload them to patreon as i edit them and I only publish one Cobalt episode per week because we only record one per week. So there, there's a bit of a backlog there. Um, this episode, when I'm done editing, it, is going to go live in August because last week's will be live August 3rd. Wow. So that's a thing. <laughs> so patreon.com slash cogwheelgaming. Uh, you can help us keep the lights on like other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, and Eric. And until next time, this is Crash saying... You would think that there weren't any fatalities on the first day Cobalt started coming to the moon. You would think that. Zeely knows better now. Zeely technically knew better before, which is why Zeely had that well, prepared. Technically, Zeely always has wish prepared. Sorcerers. Our statements are not mutually exclusive. That's fair. That's really fair. Zeely was everybody. also. Good night. <laughs> no, go ahead. Say that last thing. Zeely was also one of the kobolds that created Cobalt Hosha. That's true. Also true, and the moon, I will tell you, is not up to code. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing it has in common with the Death Star. (laughs) Be right back. I'm going to make a one-shot RPG that is just Cobalt Osha, and your goal will be to bring the moon up to code. It's going to be one of those two-stack systems. I really want to do this. Chattering actually... 200. <laughs> it's it's going to be lasers and feelings, but with kobolds and the moon. Wow. No joke. That sounds like fun. I'd play. It, it does, actually. Yeah. No joke. I want to make this. <laughs> so let's see if I have the spoons to do it this week. 
Okay. All right. But until next time, see you. Have fun. I'm going to press buttons. One last time. Good night, everybody. Good night.